0: Hey guys, welcome back to Be Human podcast, special guest in the studio today. We got Jesse recording us so that you guys can see some backstage scene footage of Zuzu scratching his eyebrows at the moment. Um, So yeah, today's topic is all about our dear children, Uh, especially being parents, you know. It is something that comes to the forefront um the school they go to the activities they go what they watch what they learn who they're around and i think you know more than anything i think going forward in the way life is and the way the world is showing up it's something that we have to look at as parents we cannot now just be really like you know cool about it or a little bit um slack i think it's more important now to have a little bit more involvement with what your kids are doing and how you want to support them and in what environment do you want to nourish them grow them and um, be there for them and i and i truly believe that certain systems are great but i think certain systems and beliefs and ways we have been raising children are not so great. That's by my, my perception and experience. So, Zuz, what do you reckon? Like, what do you see is like the, you know, what, what do you see for your own kids? Like, you know, regarding school, regarding what they're um, exposed to, what's around for them? Um,
1: this is a great topic, Aisha. And, um, Thanks. No worries. And for those of you who don't know, Jessie is my lovely wife. Boop, boop. Holler at my wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so look, yeah, I um, this is a very, I think, sensitive uh, topic because we we both have kids of our own, and um, of course, as you know, being a parent, you are going to be overly protective towards them. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe believe that. Uh, it's It's more important now than ever for parents to have a really big influence in their in their child's upbringing and life. Yeah, um, you know we do a lot of work on balancing our energies ourselves, and I think it's time to really build a foundation earlier in in humans, um, so starting from our kids' age, where you know for us, for example, it started as as adults. Starting to actually understand the balance of um our energies and and really finding some sort of directional guidance through through our lives, I think we need to really focus on our kids now because there are a lot of miscommunications and mis signals or confusing signals happening right now in the world and um you know i'm I'm a very old school mentality mm. in a way I'm an old soul. And yes, look, I'm not saying that things of the past were right or wrong, but I do think we shouldn't be completely trying to restructure, you know, the child or the way children are being brought up, or moving through life. Um, I think there's a lot of good stuff we can look at, you know, when it comes to parenting that our parents did for us. And also, you know, things that can probably be improved and done in better ways.
0: Mm, agreed.
1: Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm a very strong believer of letting the child be a child, be wild, make mistakes, and not have so much judgment towards them, or not, or not letting them feel <coughs> guilt as such if yeah. they do something wrong. Um What's your thoughts? What do you think about that?
0: I totally agree. I feel like um, during different eras, right, so you look at generational eras, so uh-huh. our parents' generation, then us, and then now we've got kids, right, so there's three generations there already. I think children actually need different things at different generational stages, mm-hmm. all right? So if I look at just myself and what I now look back and think that I needed – is very different to what I believe my children need because the outside influences are so different, mm. okay? So for my parents, their way of parenting came from a space where they thought education was a huge benefit. Like, it was like the award, right? Right. It was a necessity and it was more intellectual education-based. So it was like, you know, science, English, maths, all that. So get credibility in that and you'll have success in life, okay? And I believe at at that stage it was probably true, Mm. right? Um, Then in my generation, there was a bit of that, but I also saw the falling apart of that. I also saw the you know um, the internet you know be introduced to us I also saw the mobile phones connectivity connection you don't have to be now um, you know Google so coming from a space where you know only a few had access or the ability to attain certain levels of information and that made them sort of superior in certain ways I did see like certain things got leveled off if you knew how to use the tools that were coming in Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I look at my kids and what my parents would have valued, which is okay, if you um, become a doctor or engineer or this or that, that's the only way to be financially secure and successful and so on. It's shifted, right? So you've got YouTubers that are making money, you've got people that know how to, um, you know, do Google stuff or, or like post their stuff. And they make money. Yeah, right? Influencers or whatever you want to call them. Um, They can also make money, right? Now, my thing too is with all that, then there is also an introduction of a new vocab. Like, so now people are identifying with this and that, and Mm -hmm. a different culture is emerging, right? And with that, um, it's really funny. The dynamic is that there is an emergence of new names and new titles and new identities and that but there's also this emergence of rules now you can't say this because it offends that and if you can't if you do this then you're in trouble and if you try and sort of be a bit more spirited then you are a, a naughty kid or you know if you express your ability to stand up for yourself then you're breaking the rules you're not fitting in with the group and I and I feel like that's where we're losing out now I'm all about bringing stuff in, but not at the cost of, you know, making every single kid um, a robotic expression so that they just follow by the rules. You know, if you think about the school system, right, they come in, a bell goes off, they start work, a bell goes off, they go to play, bell goes off, they can have recess, a bell – it's very, very – and then you go to this subject, and it's very, very already so structured – right and it's conditioning to for them now if you're going to also structure their expression right so how they express their feelings how they express different circumstances so they might face challenges at school but if you want every single kid now to express in the same way deal with emotions in the same way handle a physical situation at school the same way I think we're we're literally fucking killing them in that sense, right? We're, we're dimming their light. How are you going to gra- get, get authentic creative expressions and discoveries and new new things emerging from kids that you are making into the same? That's my point.
1: Mm. 100%. They're, they're completely being suppressed, I think.
0: Indoctrinated.
1: What the fuck's that mean?
0: Yeah, brother, look it up. What's that? It's but like, you know made like like you're literally um programming them into being like this same kind of mold like yep one of this and another one of this and another all of them are like the same thing by Mm. the same information same structure same i hope i fucking said that right i
1: hope so but you (laughs) know i've noticed about you what i've learned about you what for a girl from the streets you fucking speak really well you're like a thesaurus (laughs) (laughs) Um, fuck (laughs) yeah because i'm like in doctorate i'm like what's that they have a phd to become a doctor or something um yeah, no, 100%. I agree with what you're saying. We feel the same way. They are being in, I can't, indoctrinated, see? My tongue is like, nah, nah ain't well. going to happen. <laughs> but um, yeah, so basically, I know what you're saying. And when it comes down to kids, I'm a big believer of kids sticking up for themselves. Yeah. And f- who gives a fuck about repercussions? Worry about that shit when it comes, mm-hmm. right? And even uh, when I was in school... They started to implement this thing where it's like, be a dibby-dobber instead. Dibby-dobber. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> oh but hey, man, look what fucking society know. do. Where with are What do you mean? Do you remember our lockdown? <laughs> Tell on your neighbour. What the fuck is that? Tell on your neighbour. But well, we got to live next to each other.
0: Yeah, it's sad. Like, yeah. so
1: what are you thinking yeah. of here? Like, destroy every foundation, everything that was yeah. just for whatever is a quick fix. Do you know what I mean?
0: Uh, absolutely,
1: and I feel like that's what happens at schools
0: too. Uh, now. It's worse now
1: at schools. Now it's like, oh no, because if it's a complex situation where the kid actually stood up for himself, and you both got to explain each other what's going on, too how much. it started, it's too much now. Yeah. So the easiest thing is no, just come and run and tell on him.
0: Yeah. Or if he punches
1: you in the face, just run away and go tell on him.
0: Yeah. And do you know? What and I mean? you know what's sad about that, right? Indirectly, we're also. I'm not telling. I'm not. At, and I'm not. Advocating for that. I'm not even saying that is the solution. All I'm saying is that you telling a kid not to express Mm -hmm. healthy anger, right, Um, or give him another avenue, don't say to run off because that – no. I feel like you – if you want to say – don't hit back there has to be other ways that he can express that healthy anger because from that moment we teach our kids that anger is not good right that um, you know standing up for yourself is not good because you're going to get in trouble so I I think like okay I get where you've got coming from I obviously we don't want to encourage kids hitting kids but there has to be a different solution. I don't want a kid who is really defending themselves to be looked upon as they're a bad kid or a bad student yeah, or doing yeah. the wrong thing. I feel like as much as we um, you know, are taught the intellectual side of learning, even more so now moving forward, I think emotional intelligence in school should be brought in, right? Healthy ways of expressing anger and feelings of like – Um, even even kids that feel like they're left out or they're very sensitive to certain terms that come up now like how do Mm. they deal with it Mm. I think like people might think that and go oh it's just a waste of effort or that's just too much on top of the educational side but maybe maybe we're a bit off balance right now because a lot of the education that kids learn now is a hundred years old and they can google that
1: but you know what I think as well is like if they teach them emotional and social intelligence right things like this they're going to be able to apply themselves better in a classroom. Amen. If they're not going to school of anxiety, it's because the kid yesterday said, hey, fucking your, your nose is like Pinocchio or yeah. some sh- stupid shit. You yeah. know what like kids say, yeah. insensitive yeah. bullshit. Yeah. But instead of kids building up an anxiety and thinking they're constantly being bullied... Or what not, right? They can't apply themselves. Since I was one of them kids. I can't go, after being called Dumbo the Elephant because of my ears, <laughs> I can't go to school smiling, going, I can't wait for school today. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying, yeah. though? Like, at the end of the day, I think you're right there. They've got to teach an emotional intelligence, you know, and and basically teach kids how to probably speak to each other and what it, and, and and not just how to speak to someone but how to receive... And, and move on from what they're saying, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And you know what? The whole thing in that um, classroom environment is not to separate them, right? Mm. So, not to like, not to, and separation doesn't mean you have to get along with everybody in the classroom. It means that you can have the capacity to include, even if. You don't get along in that moment, you know, because you're not leaving someone else out, or you're not you're not like, oh, that's the naughty kids and that's the good kids. I just feel like those kind of things have to stop now, and I feel like kids should really, really be taught or supported in um, because they're very, very authentic at that age, right? So they're going to be very expressive. Mm. Um, they're going to say what they what whatever comes up. Yeah. I'm not saying yes to everything. I'm just saying that. You know, there is a fine line between, yes, this is not appropriate in this situation and it can be said like that, rather than you labelling a child naughty or this is a bad behaviour. Yeah. right? Because they will personalise that.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Right? And it just could be that that kid has a lot more spirit or he is triggered in another way or he's got more passion. So uh, even if you look at adults, right? If I watch a boxing match, if I'm watching a fight, I really get, aggr- I get aggressive. I can feel my aggression grow yeah. up, right? Yeah. Like I feel it now. My mum couldn't give a crap. Yeah, she'd sit next to me and talk to me about flowers. Yeah, there's no intensity <laughs> in the system. Yeah, right. So everyone has different things that stimulate them. Yeah. How can I be wrong and how can she be right? Yeah, right. Different things do stimulate different people, and I think intelligence is knowing that how to get that child's energetic expression out in a healthy manner where they feel like they're not judged. And um, they also feel – because I feel, coming back to everything, what I feel kids need in this moment is a safe space, right? Mm -hmm. Not judgment, not title calling, not name calling. Schools and homes, communities – sports clubs, right, because there's so many different kids coming from so many different areas of life, right, because that's what the world is right now. There's so much vastness. There's so much diversion, Uh right? uh But each kid just needs to feel safe in that space. And so I think we have to change a little bit in how we deem – Good kids, bad kids, right and wrong. Yeah, good behaviour, bad behaviour, yeah. etc. I feel like our job is to actually create spaces where kids can fully express themselves, and even if they make a mistake, right, they still loved and 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 100%. feel safe. That's yeah. that's the thing.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent, I agree. And um, I think we can wrap this one up with that.
0: I spoke a lot in on that one.
1: You did. you? it was good. Sorry, I hold it. At the end of the day, I think you said it the, the best at the end as well. So creating a safe space for our children because at the end of the day, as, as parents as well, all we want is safety for our kids and for them to not feel, you know, uh, like like life can be dangerous or unstable, um, et cetera. So or judgmental. Judgmental. We want them to express themselves authentically and make decisions for themselves as well without, you know, the, the confusion of life at the moment. Because, because of the vastness of of the world and the way that things are moving. Um, yeah, I think that's a, a good way to end it. Aish, what do you think?
0: Absolutely, man.
1: Beautiful. Ran it off. And, um, yeah, guys, so that's our another quick little episode on the Be Human podcast. Um, on this episode, there'll be a few snippets that we'll put on our Instagram page that the lovely Jesse represent (laughs) (laughs) oh shit yeah so now she'll edit some things and put it up on our instagram and yeah we'll upload this uh, full episode to spotify yep easy done we'll catch you on the next one guys cheers bye be human